Hey guys, Scott and Nate from playercourt.com and today we're going to show you how to hit a one-handed topspin backhand. Hey guys, today we're talking about the one-hander. This video is for players of the player court rating of 70 and below. If you're not in our community, a player court 70 is the equivalent of a USTA 4.0. So, Nate, talk to me here. One-hander, I have a two-hander. Things are almost extinct now, right? I, mean, I know, gosh. Man, they are so pretty. I think every two-hander wants to be a one-hander. Um, the one-handed backhand, there's advantages and disadvantages. Obviously, the higher balls and the returns are a little bit tougher. But man, you can crank them. You get the ball in the strike zone. Um, you, you can really get some power. We're going to try to make this fairly simple. We're not going to get into the, the Walrinka backhand or anything else. We're just going to talk about if we're really starting out with the one-handed backhand, we're going to really start with an Eastern grip. And this is going to give us the best path to the ball. All right. and so. I think. Can I clarify real quick? Yeah, what do you want to clarify? Just to clarify to you guys, if you don't know what the Eastern grip is, it's the, the top knuckle on your index finger is directly on top bevel um, with your racket. Also, if you're not familiar with grips in general, we put out a video on that. Uh, click the link up above. We can, we can run you through exactly what grips are. Sorry, go ahead. Perfect. All right, so now that we've, we know what grip we're using with the Eastern grip, let's talk about the unsung hero of the one-handed backhand, and it's your non-dominant hand. So if the right hand is Batman, this is Robin. All right, and the reason this is important. <laughs> Come on, man. Batman and Robin. All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Batman and you Robin. You were a Superman guy, weren't you? I mean, I, yeah, the unsung hero is Robin, guys. Carry yeah, on. it is Robin. <laughs> All right, so with this non-dominant hand, it's important that the, the minute that we see that we're getting a backhand, here where I'm a Roddy, the left hand is going to take the racket back. Okay, and this is going to happen automatically with this shoulder turn. And I think some of you maybe turn with your shoulders, but I think it's honestly easier if your left hand leads the shoulders. And this is going to give you all the torque that we need. All right, we're going to have that wind up. And that's not that much different than a two-hander, right? Like I have a two-hander, my left hand, the top hand still is the hand kind of guiding my, my shoulder turn and my rotation. So similar, it's just now it's on the throat because yeah. we're obviously the same with one hand. It's actually interesting because it, you, to that, a little segue here is if you are currently a two-hander and maybe you're just a, a big guy or maybe they just it doesn't feel natural um if you're going to switch to a one-hander we got to get that top hand off the grip now one-handers are going to really start with their hand up on the throat okay sure. so now that we got that clarified we're going to have the left hand up on the throat and we're going to use that to take the racket back i want you to notice here what i'm doing with my elbow though when i'm taking the racket back i'm leaving the elbow high we really don't want this sleepy elbow or it's going to change the path it's of the almost racket. like I'm kind of jabbing some, just like a little ha, like yeah. a little, yeah. little, little jab elbow. on the pullback. Throw them bows. All right, so from here we've got the unit turn, elbows going back. And now from here we're just going to let gravity do its job. As I start to initiate my first step, I'm going to allow my racket to drop. You'll notice I'm in the eastern grip here and I'm going to keep that contact out in front. And notice what my left hand is doing. It's gonna start spreading to pull my shoulders back and get that nice big finish. I didn't hit you there, did I? No, Sorry, I, I was play. mesmerized. <laughs> I, I gotta say, man, one-handers, definitely prettier than two-handers. Just to clarify yeah, to you guys, really so, and I think, Nate, you'll probably agree with me here. If I'm starting you out as a beginner, 99 times out of 100, I want you to start with a two-handed backhand. So if you're watching this and you're a beginner and you're trying to figure stuff out, I really personally would recommend 
the two-handed backhand, and we do have videos on that as well. Um, this is something I hope you kind of graduate to, or you know, there are some sort of bigger players out there, people with back issues that have a hard time rotating with two hands on the racket. That might be sort of the only time I would say, okay, even though you're a beginner, we'll start with the one-hander, but there's a lot more going on here, and it's a little bit less stable out of the gates for you as a beginner player. So hopefully this is something you're working towards. You learn the two-hander first, I think is a good foundation to pick this up. Um, just something to keep in mind. Yeah, so I, uh, when Federer calls, you're gonna tell him. Yeah, you gotta switch back to that. Well, he's not a beginner. Yeah, I mean. I will say though, in a conversation with uh, Bolitari, he uh, stated he thought if Roger had a two-hander, that he would have been unbeatable. At no given point, anybody would have really ever been able to knock him out of that top spot. That's why I'm unbeatable because of my two-handed back. Debatable. Here. Debatable. So let's review, guys. So real quick, what are we talking about? We're talking about an Eastern grip. We're talking about the left hand being the unsung hero. All right, really getting the racket turn. And this part I want you to pay special attention to, step three, is when the racket drops, really make sure that you're stepping into the ball, right? It's gonna happen at the same time. All right, and then we're gonna let that racket go with the elbow spread. Why don't we take a look at what some of these backhands look like now? All right, guys, Scott and I are gonna hit a couple balls here. And what I want you to take notice with this one-handed backhand is the take back with the left hand on the throat, all right? And as gravity starts to allow the racket to drop, I'm also going to time my step in, making sure that contact is out in front. Through contact, I'm gonna spread the wings and really try to get the back kind of flexed here and I'm gonna finish nice and high. Let's take a look at what that looks like now. Some good looking one-handers there. So Nate, summarize this for us, bring us home. Key takeaways? Yeah, so let's just focus on a few things here, guys. So first, Eastern grip, okay? And again, like Scott said earlier, if you're not sure what that is, we go over that in a, in a different video that links up above. All right, number two, the unsung hero of the left hand, okay? The left hand is gonna take the racket back with the shoulder turn, all right? And this is gonna get us in the loaded position. And number three, the part that probably gets the most confused is because it's a rhythm-based thing, is really getting the timing of going from your left foot as the racket drops, you're establishing that right foot. And so it happens very quickly. If you're here too long waiting, it can get a little bit funky. And if you let the racket drop and then take a step, obviously you're in a lot of trouble. And then finally, all right, we're gonna spread the wings, right? We're gonna, after we strike the ball, the left hand extends back. Right, we kind of pinch that scapular in our back, and this is gonna give us this nice balance. I've got a bonus for you too, guys. If you watch Nate there, one of the things that I think you'll see, his head stays very still as he's hitting the ball. Everybody who obsesses over Roger Federer's backhand, that's sort of the one like staple, is that head stays still through contact. So that's really gonna prevent you from flying backhands deep. So if you focus on these things, that quick bonus of keeping the head still, you should be able to hit a great one-handed backhand. And guys, you're gonna notice, like if you get out here and you're getting high balls, or you're working on this return of serve, those are the most difficult ones. So don't fret, it'll come in time. Honestly, it's why two-handers the advantage. Yeah, the two-handers the advantage because of the high ball and the return of serve. Just make sure you're moving back. That The one-hander really operates the best when we're getting it in our strike zone below the waist or at waist, waist level. 
And guys, remember, Nate and I just want to see you improve your tennis game. We really do create custom video coaching for specific skill levels. So this video might not actually be perfect for you. Do us a favor, click the button or the link below, answer some questions for us about your specific game, and then we can send you some custom video coaching based on what you've got going on. Just click the button or the link below and Nate and I will do the rest.